Good morning. This morning we're starting uh, the instructions which will unfold over the week. As the days go on, we will expand the instructions. This morning, we will work with uh, starting to gather the energy of the mind, the energy of the body, and begin our practice of training the mind to be here, to pay attention, to know things as they are right here where we are, to have awareness of what is happening moment to moment, and to do so with a receptive, clear mind and heart that knows things as they are without needing to uh, pull them towards us and try to make them last and control them or to, buy, or to push them away, but simply to know what is happening, what is arising, seeing how things unfold in our lives, how they come to be, they abide for a while, and they pass away. And we begin our uh, instructions with uh, simple awareness of breath. But it's always helpful, even though we are paying, we're training the mind to pay attention, to pay attention to the fact that we are embodied beings. That the vehicle for all of the activity of our human life is this body. And so it's helpful each time you sit, to begin by being aware of how the body is, what it, what it is like to be an embodied being. So to pay attention to the posture of the body each time you sit down. The Buddha taught that we can pay attention in all four postures of the body sitting, walking, standing, and lying down. This morning we're going to do uh, instructions on sitting and walking and a little bit of standing. And perhaps over time, as we become more skilled, we, we also add the lying down. We're going to talk a little bit about continuity of practice over these days. But for now, establish your posture. Notice just what it's like to sit here. Notice how it feels to simply contact the seat on which you're sitting with the body. So the buttocks will be on the seat, on the chair, or the cushion, or the bench. Just notice what it's like when that there's that contact. There may be pressure that happens. 
The seat may be hard or soft. There may be vibration, movement. And establishing a posture that is relaxed and easeful and yet alert. It's helpful to simply notice how the spine is as you sit here. Can you allow the spine to be erect so that the posture of the body is noble, dignified, alert, and yet not overstretched or tense. One way of doing that is to really straighten the spine. And then notice how as you do that, there may be a bit of an overstretch. And allow the spine to rest, even while keeping it upright and erect. And you may notice when you do that, many of us have a tendency to pull the shoulders up. So see if you can pull the shoulders down by the shoulder blades, or I like to call them the angel wings. Just let, just pull the the shoulders down from that place. Allowing the arms to relax. The hands can be either uh, palms down on the knees or in the lap with the palms one on top of the other with the thumbs touching. Whatever feels comfortable for you, it's important that the posture is comfortable without slouching so that there can be an ease of energy flowing through the body. Because if we slouch the body, the mind may tend to get sleepy. But if we're also too overstretched or tense or tight, then the energy might also get tight and that tends to tire us. So see if you can find a balanced place where the energy and the body are neither over, overly stimulated or understimulated, but just in a balanced place. And then allow the attention to come through the whole body, just checking the posture. So if the top of the head, the crown of the head is the top of the body, the very highest point of the body, uh, with the chin slightly tucked so so that the top of the head becomes high. Relaxing the scalp around the cranium. And then pay attention to the muscles of the face. Pay attention to the brow and allow it to be smooth, not scrunched. Allow the eyes to be relaxed so that if the eyes are closed, allowing the upper lid to gently rest on the lower lid.
not squeezing, not tight. Allow the cheeks to relax. And allow the jaw to relax, relaxing the teeth. Might be even helpful to just slacken the jaw slightly. Allow the chest to be somewhat open and the belly to be relaxed. If you're sitting on a cushion, it's helpful to have a stable base, a stable triangular base between the buttocks and the knees. So if you find your knees up from the bottom cushion, the square cushion called the zabaton, it might be helpful to put something under the knees to support them. Again, if we have to spend energy holding the knees up, that can be tiring. If you find you it, the, the hips are too tight for the knees to rest on the zabuton, pulling the body a little bit further to the front on the zafu, the round cushion, might be helpful. What's important is that you feel comfortable and relaxed without a slouching posture, keeping its dignity. If you're sitting on a chair, it's helpful to have both feet on the floor in front of you, parallel. And again, it's helpful to not lean back into the chair so that the spine gets rounded, but allowing the spine to be free unless you have a medical condition that, where you need to rest the shoulders back. But it's helpful to try to keep the spine free from the chair, the back of the chair. And just feel how it is to sit here in this dignified, easy, and relaxed posture. And then take a couple of deep breaths. Feeling the letting go of the out breath. And then allow the breath to naturally breathe itself. As we pay attention to the breath to remember that we're not doing a breathing exercise, but that we're paying attention, we're training the mind to pay attention using the breath as the object that helps the mind to gather its energy and point in one direction. So notice for you where the breath is most easily found in the body. Perhaps for you it's at the nostrils 
right at the upper lip where the air passes in and out of the nostrils. And so it's relatively easy to discern the sensations that happen as the air passes in and out. Or it might be for you at the belly, where with the in-breath, the belly expands and rises. Or, and with the out-breath, the belly falls. So it's helpful to find that place in the body that it's easy for you to notice and pay attention to the sensations of breath that come and go with each breath. And to choose one place, either the nostrils or the belly, that you're going to pay attention in this whole, in each sitting, once you've chosen a place, to let the attention rest there and not go back and forth between different places. And in a very easy and relaxed way, not tight or controlling, the breath is breathing itself. There's nothing that you have to do to make it happen. Just allow the attention to rest in the movement of breath at the place that you've chosen. As it's not a breathing exercise, we're not trying to make the breath long or deep or smooth, but just paying attention as it is. So perhaps it's a long breath followed by a short breath, or a deep breath followed by a shallow breath. Just paying attention might be helpful to make a note, a very silent note in the mind of in and out if you're at the nostrils, or rising and falling if you're at the belly. As the breath comes in, we note in. As the breath goes out, noting out. Not so much so that we're uh, paying attention to the note so much as the note is helping us to pay attention to the uh, sensations of the in-breath and the sensations of the out-breath. So at the nostrils, as you note in on the in-breath, you may notice the temperature of the air coming in how it feels for the air to brush against the lip as it moves into the nostrils. 
Noticing that completely. And similarly on the out-breath, noticing the temperature of the air again, the vibration, the movement, the flow, and what it feels like as it brushes against the upper lip. If you're at the belly, you may notice the expansion and fullness of the belly as the breath comes in and the falling and the contraction of the belly as the breath goes out. These are just examples. There may be other sensations that you notice. But paying attention quite particularly and precisely, just taking half a breath at a a time, the in-breath, allowing it, allowing the attention to be with the in-breath from the beginning through the middle and the end. And then there may be a slight pause and then noticing it again. So the whole out-breath. Not remembering the last breath or anticipating the next breath, but being right here with this breath. As we're beginning this practice of awareness of breathing, other experiences may come into uh, the moment. So there may be sound or a strong emotion or thought, thinking might happen. When these other phenomena arise or new experiences come, 
it's not a mistake, it's not a failure, that the mind is wonders to these other uh, arising experiences. We can allow them to be in the background if they are not pulling the attention. But if the attention is pulled by one of these experiences, to notice that it's happened. And as soon as you notice that it's here, hearing or thinking or uh, some emotion, just notice it. And for, for the moment, if it, as it pulls you, as it pulls the attention, notice that it's here, notice that we're thinking or notice that we're hearing or sadness, whatever is happening. And when this attention, when this is no longer pulling you so strongly, pulling the attention so strongly, allow it to pass away as it will naturally and return the attention to the breath without rancor or judgment or feeling that something wrong has happened. This is a practice and a cultivation of the attention and awareness. These experiences are natural, so nothing to uh, judge or think anything has gone wrong, but to simply return the attention to the breath. So we approach our practice with some precision and with gentleness and allowing experiences to come and go without our needing to control or judge or make anything in particular happen other than the cultivation of awareness, non-judgmental awareness in this present moment.
Are there any questions about the sitting instructions? Yes, please. Is it okay to leave your eyes open? Yes, thanks for the question. Yes, some, some people may have been trained in techniques where the eyes are left open, and that's perfectly fine if you prefer to do that. Um, it's helpful if you leave the eyes open to just leave them slightly open and have a spot maybe four feet in front of you or three feet in front of you where the eyes can rest so that you're not looking around um, but just allowing the eyes to also be still just as the body is <clears throat> rather than you know, be- becoming uh, distracted by whatever is happening. The eyes are the, the eye door is a, is a really interesting um, sense door. We get lots of stimulation from the eyes, so it's, it's really helpful if you're going to leave them open to just uh, choose a spot on the floor. And again, let them be really easy and relaxed. Yes, please. With the breathing, could you discuss the difference between sort of letting your breath just come or breathing at a certain pace? So the question is about um, just letting the breath be natural or trying to make it be at a certain pace. So I know that there are certain yogic um, uh, practices where you actually make the breath either longer or smoother or the in-breath shorter than the out-breath. And that's not what we're doing here. It's not about making the breath a particular way, but actually being with things as they are. So we start with the breath. So the breath is, if it's long or it's short or it's deep or it's shallow or it's smooth or it's rough, we simply know it just as it is rather than trying to make it longer or trying to make it smoother. You've been breathing all your life, right? Without help from you, thank you very much. So there's, so we just are, this is, a, this is a, a practice in training the mind to be mindful. So what are we mindful of? We're mindful of what's happening. So, and we're letting go. So there's a, there's a precision in our attention and there's a gentleness in our attention and there's a letting go in our attention. So we let go of trying to manipulate and control and make things a particular way so that we create a space where we can actually see how they are. So um, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different kind of practice than the yogic practices that some of you may be used to, where you do pranayama or other kinds of of practices like that. We're just allowing the breath to be there as it is and using it as an object of attention rather than trying to make something happen as a result of the breath.
So we'll be, uh, as you may have noticed from the schedule, there are um, periods of sitting meditation and periods of walking meditation. Uh, I'd like to just say a couple of words about walking meditation um, because it, it, it may not be familiar to some of you. Is there anybody here who's never practiced meditation at all? Okay. Thank you. So the sitting meditation may seem a little bit more familiar because it's, in our, it's a kind of iconic posture in the, in the culture now. We actually see people sitting and we know, oh, that's a, a meditation posture. Uh, but as I said in the beginning, the, the Buddha taught that we can meditate uh, in four postures, sitting, walking, standing, and lying down. The walking meditation as a formal practice is a beautiful practice for a number of reasons. One is it really, um, it's, it's like a bridge into when we go home and, and we're in our daily lives and uh, we're walking around and doing activities. We start to learn how to be mindful and pay attention, not just when we're sitting with our eyes closed or slightly open, but when we are also in activity. Another um, really wonderful aspect of walking meditation is that it balances our energy on when we're on retreat like this. The walking meditation is a really beautiful way for the energy not to sink. Because if we do too much sitting and, and we don't balance it with, a, with the walking practice, we may notice that the energy starts to sink and the and the whole um, being, the whole body-mind starts to drain a, a bit of energy. Even though we may get very concentrated, the energy isn't balanced. So the walking meditation is a very important and essential part of practice. And I, I know that in the beginning, when we, when, we, uh, when we do it, it may feel a little odd. But what begins to happen, I, I know in my own practice that walking meditation is, um, I have had some of my most interesting insights in the midst of walking meditation. So I recommend to you that you don't look at the walking periods as a kind of rest from the sitting periods, mm-hmm. right? And you go and get a cup of tea and, you know, do, maybe do five minutes of walking and the, if you, if you really pay attention to the walking meditation, first of all, you may fall in love with it. But even if you don't fall in love with it, just know that it's, it's a really important aspect of the whole retreat experience and that it can really help you with um, moving the energy. As a matter of fact, if you get sleepy in, in sitting meditation, you may want to do more walking meditation than sitting at least in these first few days. So experiment and play with it and really notice what happens in the walking meditation. It's a, it's a beautiful practice. It also, it helps us to slow down uh, during the day, which is really important, an important part of the retreat experience is that we uh, slow our, our, the rhythm of how we move through the day to slow it down a bit so that we can start to really see 
what's happening moment to moment. If we're moving really fast, it's hard to notice moment to moment what's happening. Our attention becomes much grosser. And when we slow down, the attention becomes more subtle and more refined. And to pay attention from as we walk from the um, meditation hall to go to our walking space, it, we're not sort of figuring out where we're going to go walk and in between, you know, we're off at home or wherever else, but that we're really paying attention in a continuous way throughout the whole day. And it's a practice, so you may lose it and, you know, be in the past or be in the future, thinking about what may happen afterwards or what happened before we got here. But when you notice that you are, just come back and really be present, whether you're here in the hall, you're at your walking space, or you're in between, or you're eating, or you're going to the bathroom, or whatever you're doing, to really start to train the mind so that your mindfulness is continuous. And the walking practice is really a beautiful support for that. So that being said, I'm going to invite you to get up and to really start right now, paying attention from moment to moment. So notice what it's like to have the intention to arise from your cushions. And then as you unfold the body, notice what happens in the body and notice what happens in the mind in response to what's happening in the body. So please, let's stand out. And do it slowly, no rush. So I hope you noticed just what it felt like for the body to unfold and maybe you even noticed the miracle of the mind saying get up and the body following. That's pretty miraculous, isn't it? So don't, don't take anything for granted in this beautiful and precious life that we have. So we're standing, so notice that you're standing. And what will happen is for walking meditation is you can, you'll choose a place and I don't know if on the tours they showed you that there's several walking areas. There's the room behind this meditation hall. There's uh, walking spaces downstairs. Uh, there are walking spaces in the annex, walking rooms. And of course, it's, uh, we think it's gonna be a beautiful day so you're certainly welcome to walk outside so you choose, when you're walking in the rooms, if you would notice the direction everybody else is going in and not cut across. So if everybody's walking uh, horizontally, to not walk vertically, but just join the crowd and, and to allow um, enough space for everybody to, to walk, for as many people as possible to walk. So for instance, in this room, we'd walk this way, the room behind. And so you'll, of course, pay attention as you walk to your, your spot and not anticipate where you're going to walk, but walking, be present as you walk. And as you get to the walking area, 
it will be about 10 or 15 or 20 paces um, uh, long and to get there and stand and notice what it's like to stand notice the feeling of the pressure of the feet on the ground touch the earth you'll be whether you're inside or outside you are touching the earth as we stand here we're touching the earth with our feet what an amazing thing miraculous really and notice what that feels like. Notice the whole body in the air. Perhaps you'll feel the air touching your face or maybe a few uh, uh, kinks in your spine or your hips or your knees. Just notice what those are like. Notice the whole body. And take as much time as you need to in this standing posture. Of course, in the walking meditation, you'll have your eyes open or you might be bumping into, the, into your neighbors or uh, falling over plants or whatever. So you want to keep your eyes open, yes? And we're going to start to walk. So notice how, as we start to walk, the, uh, the weight will shift from, let's say, from the right side to the left side. So I want you to, don't do it yet, I want you to shift your weight, but as you shift your weight, don't anticipate where it's going to get to, but really notice the shifting of the weight from the right to the left. So go from the right to the left. Just notice the whole journey of that. And what you'll notice, maybe, is that um, the left foot has pressure on the floor, there's hardness there or softness if you're on a cushion. And the left and the, the right side feels a bit lighter. So there's a heaviness and that's what I'm feeling. There's a heaviness in the left side and a lightness in the right side. And then the, um, the right foot will lift. So again, notice the journey of that lifting and what that feels like. And it will move and it will place. So there's a lifting, moving, and placing. And now there's a shift in which the right side of the body now is the heavy side, and the left side will be the lighter side. So take a couple of steps just noticing how that is. Lifting, moving, and placing. Lifting, moving, and placing. So you'll, you'll walk in that way, just noticing as much as you can, as much detail as you can about the movement of the body. Uh, you, may, you can uh, pay attention to the feet, or you can pay attention to, the, to just the legs, or to the whole body moving. And it's helpful to put your eyes uh, in front of you, not on your feet, because if you put your eyes on your feet, you start to get the concept of foot. So we want to really pay attention to the feeling of the movement of the body, not so much my foot, my arm, my leg, my this, my that, but just the whole, all of the sensations that are felt. And you'll get to the end of the lane, 
and you're 10 or 15 or 20 paces, and you'll stop. And now you're standing in meditation again. Feel how that feels to have been moving, what the energy was when we were moving, and now what it feels like to stop. And pay attention to as much detail as you can. So the feeling of the feet on the floor, the air on your body where it's, where it's hitting, how the shoulders feel, how the hips feel, how everything feels. What it feels like to stand. And then you're going to turn and just notice, and you can do this with me, just how it feels as the foot hits the, uh, the floor and how the whole body feels as it turns. And you're going to walk into the, in the opposite direction. But for now, you can turn back to the front. And then you'll do just that walking back and forth, back and forth. You're not trying to get anywhere. You're not trying to be any you know, faster than anybody else or slower than anybody else, but just really pay attention to what's happening in this mind-body. The, you can go at that pace that I just outlined of lifting, moving, and placing. Lifting, moving, and placing for the whole period. But you, you may feel that your energy really requires you to move a little bit faster. And that's okay. Experiment and vary and see what's, what works for you. And just know that in every walking period, it may be different. So don't think you have to set a pace and that's it for the whole six days. But really, just see every time you come. Just pay attention to your own energy and what's needed. So you may just be doing stepping, stepping, stepping rather than lifting, moving, and placing. But, but even though you may be moving a little bit faster, try not to lose your attention and pay just as acute attention to what's happening when you're stepping, stepping, stepping. Your hands can be either in the front, at the sides, or at the back. See if you can find a place where they're comfortable so you don't have to fidget with them. So even though you're moving, there's a kind of stillness in your movement. There's still a, a kind of um, uprightness and a, and a stillness in the movement so that you're not jerking and, and worrying about your hands or your eyes, but just really paying attention, really setting yourself up in a patient and determined way so that your, your mindfulness can be cultivated in a beautiful, in a beautiful space. So are there any questions about the walking practice? Yes, please. I have a question about the sitting. You have a question about the sitting, okay. Yes. Um, uh, you said sort of for dealing with drowsiness. So the question was about drowsiness. Um, well, the first thing is to recognize it as it, as it arises. So. Sleepiness is what we is what we is a is a very uh, common thing with meditators, especially in the beginning when you've just arrived here and the body is tired and the mind is tired. So the first thing is to recognize it, and rather than uh, clinging to it, uh, identifying with it, thinking, "Oh, I'm the sleepy meditator and my whole retreat's a mess and 
oh my God, I'm just going to sleep the whole time. I don't know what I'm going to do. Just notice that this, this kind of low energy has arrived in the body. And just the recognition of it sometimes may be helpful. And uh, then you, once you've noticed that sleepiness has arrived, and we're going to, you'll, you'll hear more about this throughout the retreat, so I'll just give you a few tips now, uh, to really pay attention to it. What's it like? What's it like for the body to start to slouch and the energy to go down and the head starts to nod and you know there may be embarrassment or whatever or a kind of tightness because we shouldn't be sleeping, we should be meditating. Just notice all of that and, tr- and do it with some kindness rather than with judgment about, um, about the fact that it's arrived. And you can, certainly walking meditation is good if you feel that it's happening in a lot of your sitting practices, walking meditation is an antidote. There are all kinds of other antidotes, like you can walk outside if you've been spending a lot of time inside. Uh, You can go and put some water on your face, walk backwards, do whatever might be helpful to raise the energy. Once you've started with the recognition of it and the curiosity about it. So if that, you know, that's your first level. And then the second level is to do some antidotes like walking outside or putting um, water on your face. Or, and if all of that doesn't work, you may want to just take a nap. But you don't want to start out by just taking a nap every time you're sleepy, right? You want to really work with it in a mindful and aware way uh, and see, see what that is. See, see if when we start to shift our habits of not giving in to whatever arises in the moment, but allowing, they're impermanent, these are all impermanent mental factors that come and go. So just allow them to pass through and gently, gently work with them in a curious and investigative way. What's it like to be sleepy? And just that alone might provide the energy to really allow the sleepiness to pass out of your um, out of your out of your experience of that in that moment. You're welcome. Okay. Yes. Some people do. Um, I would recommend that in the beginning, um, it might be it might be a bit um, busy to do that. So what we're really doing is moving the attention now from. Um, the breath in the sitting meditation to the breath to to the movement of the body in walking meditation if if that kind of presents itself and you find yourself being aware of the breath it's not a problem or a mistake it's fine but I I wouldn't uh, intentionally do that in the beginning I would just uh, shift the attention now we're shifting the object from the breath to the movement Okay, enjoy. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.